Welcome back to Radiotherapy. I am your host, Calypso, and this is chapter seven of Conversations in Black. This is my contribution to the conversation. The first question is, how do you define black masculinity? That is an interesting question. I guess I define black masculinity based off of my father primarily and the black men in my life as someone who is strong, uh, present, loving, giving. Uh, Those are my words, I guess, that I would use to define black masculinity to me. Like, my dad is amazing. Anybody who knows me knows how much I love my dad. No, not a diss on my mom, but I love my dad, and, like, he's really been there for me all throughout my life, even when he was, like, going overseas and, like, was working in the military and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he was always there for me, always present, even when he wasn't there. Like, I have, like, laminated cards from, like, when I was in school that he just would call and, like, leave me- leave these messages for me and they would laminate them for me just to give them to me. So always present. He's always very loving, very giving, um, very open, very honest, uh, and was always willing to talk to me. Like, I think I, I think I talk a lot now. I know my partner gets on me all the time. He's like, yep. Like, just, like, I'll talk, like, why I'm so long-winded is just because my dad listened to me. And I I think also because I spent a lot of time around adults, you know, I spent a lot of time with my mom, and my mom's also a talker, so I got that from her. So, but that's how I would define black masculinity in terms of just, like, presence, loving, giving. I also would say, like, stable, because I just grew up in a very, like, stable household, you know, like, just, you know, I didn't, I never, like, was wondering, like, where my dad is, or even financial, it was financially stable, and different things like that, so that's my thoughts on black masculinity, and that's also my thoughts on, like, black fatherhood, too. All right, next question, how does it differ from your general definition? I don't think it differs at all from my general definition of masculinity. Um, I don't see masculinity as a negative. I've always seen it in a more positive light, but I think that's also because I haven't encountered a lot of, like, this of people who are, like, that toxic masculinity or, like, um, things like that. So I feel like I've always had a positive feeling of masculinity just because most of, well, I guess, yeah, most of the men in my life are really awesome, like a majority of them. So I have no like negative feelings about masculinity. And given the fact that a majority of the men in my life are black, um, it's just like my definition of masculinity has always been the same for black masculinity and just masculinity in general. Uh, So, yeah. What tools and resources do young black men need to help them build 
confidence and succeed in life. Ooh. I don't know. This is actually a really hard question because I don't know. I don't know. I'm, in terms of succeeding in life, I think getting a good education and uh, being financially literate, but I think that in general, as you know, and I think support not trying to discourage people from their dreams or telling them what they can't do, but basically taking the limitations off and letting them pursue their dreams with the knowledge that they need. But, and I think that will build confidence, but I think that's just a hard thing to do. Because, you know, it's one of those things, like, I think they did in, uh, what's that show called? Uh, Blackish, there's this scene about, like, making the guy the plate. And the, the grandma, I think it's the grandma, she's like, or it's the great, it's the kid's great grandma. And she says, you know, I made my man a plate because I, because that was all I could do because I knew he was out there like and the world was always like beating him down to, so I could do this to show him that he's important. So I don't necessarily know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to build that confidence in black men because the world can be cruel and the world isn't perfect and stuff like that but I don't know how you get people to like ignore it or like not engage it or any of that so I do not have a good answer for the confidence part but in terms of the success part and I think once you reach success the confidence comes with it so I don't know what I think support is really important. Um, I think someone encouraging them to be consistent is important. Um, so just as long as they have a family and are able to like motivate themselves to get the education and the knowledge that they need, regardless, they will be all right. They will find the confidence through success and encouragement. All right, what initiatives can motivate young black men? What incentives can motivate young black men, young vulnerable black men to stay away from gangs and look towards a life of education and community service and success? Wow, okay. So I feel like I kind of answered this in the other question. I don't know if there's any incentive that you can give somebody other than support, you know. I don't know if there's anything that motivates, that you can do to motivate somebody. I think they need to motivate themselves. They need to have a dream. They need to have a goal. And you support that goal within reason and also be realistic. I'm telling you now 
and everybody knows this, not everybody can be a rapper, not everybody can be a basketball player, not everybody can be a football player, not everybody can be a singer, you know, like, you can be a doctor, you can be a lawyer, you can be a funeral assistant, you can be a cremator, you can be a all sorts of things that I'm not even thinking of. You can be an executive, you can start your own business, you know, uh, you can work in human resources. There's all different sorts of things that you can do and stuff that, and that's not even to say that you have to give up on your dream, but I also believe that you can't just be working on your dream, not supporting yourself, you know, like your dream is going to come if you work at it, you know, sometimes, you know, you are not going to sleep because you want, you have to work, support yourself, and, you know, you're working on getting that dream. But during coronavirus, you have plenty of time to just, like, work on your life and work on your dream, hopefully. Um, especially if it's something in the entertainment business. Um, I, in terms of the education part, I think you should just want to be educated. I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm stupid because something, and I think this also has to do with, like, who's teaching our kids. I think that's a contributing factor to why maybe they feel stupid or they can't, um, you know, they can't do what it is that they want to do. And... I don't know how you get them to stay away from gangs because, like, the thing is, like, a gang is a f is for them, one, protection, family, all these different kinds of things rolled into one. So I think it's really hard when, you know, you don't have a family, your parents aren't there, whether or not they're, like, working and being productive members of society and stuff like that, um... You know, for some people, like, a gang is just a reality. It's something that at some point you're going to have to do unless magic happens. Or, you know, you're one of those lucky people that people see something in and are like, okay, no, like, we want you to do, want you to get home, do your thing, blah, 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 blah. Um... But I don't necessarily, I think that motivation has to come from within. All we can do is really support black men and stuff. And I also think we need to stop seeing all gangs as a negative. I think because sometimes for some people, given the area they're in, it is the only recourse that they have for protection for, them for themselves and their family. You know, so... That is something to think about, too. Of course, am I saying, okay, people should be allowed to join gangs? No. But, I, and I don't support gangs, of course. But I think we need to, like, be a little bit more honest about the nuances of why people join gangs and why gangs exist. Um, but, yeah. I don't know how to motivate young, vulnerable black men. I don't have an answer for it. Of course, I wish I did. I wish I did. I wish I could just, like, be like, okay, we're gonna do this, and, you know, but everybody's going through their own stuff, and like I said, it's all about understanding and learning how to process your trauma, but I do not have a good answer 
other than supporting them and encouraging them to follow their dreams. Like, and I think support is key, but once again, it goes back to the other question, too. It's like, how do you support and uh, try and motivate somebody when the whole world is telling them that they can't do something, you know? And at sometimes, I think we also need to look at what we're doing in our own household, like how we may be contributing to this false sense of limitation, you know what I mean? Or trying to like instill some like, you know, you got to be 10 times good, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff as if the person's not good already or like they feel like, okay, why should I even try if I have to be like 10 times good and I'm like, okay, I'm every single time I'm just going to be okay. Um, so, yeah. Next question. What programs are available in my community that cater to and give opportunities for young black men? Once again, this is a question I do not have an answer for because I just moved to this area. But I know that there's, um, nope, that one has to do with homelessness. Um, I don't know of any, like, opportunities in the community or programs that young black men can go to, you know, outside of things like the Boys and Girls Club, you know, that is going to give them some sort of different type of exposure. Once again, that's some research that I need to do. All right, last question for this one is, how can old black men be better mentors to the young black men in their communities? Once again, this is a good question. I think part of it is just being there. Like, you don't ever think that... I don't think we realize how much just, like, being there and being present matters. You know? So, so part of that is, you know, trying to do right and, like, not end up in a situation where you're incarcerated, which is hard you know, because everybody has, you know, some people are just trying to survive. Um, but I think just being present and just because you can't do everything that you want to do and you see yourself as a failure, it doesn't mean that you are one. Uh, there's a really good interview with Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin, where she talks about this. She talks about, you know, because this is where you start, this is at a time where you're starting to see more uh, kids in the black community born out of wedlock. And she's talking about like, well, just why can't you come home just because you can't bring the crib or, you know, you, you don't have the money or whatever. Like, black women are realizing that like we know that the world isn't doing right by you but that doesn't mean you got to take it out on me and not do right by me and not come home just because you can't afford this or you can't do this or any of that kind of stuff so I think it's important for older black men to be present to have open and honest dialogue with young black men to prepare them for the world even though I don't necessarily think you can prepare somebody for what's to come because who's to say 
you know? And also, I think it's important not to jade people. I think, I think it's one thing to be informative. I think it's another thing to jade. So that's something that I think we have to be careful about when we are being mentors to those coming up is not to jade them, but to make them question everything. You know what I mean? To ask questions, to be more uh, inquisitive and stuff like that, to see things in more dynamic ways. So I think black men just need to be there. They just need to be present and they need to be proud. Present and proud and have open dialogues with young black men. You know, I just can't even stress how much like just being there matters. And I understand that that might be difficult for some people. But it doesn't matter if you make a million dollars, zero dollars, fifty dollars, wherever you are on the socioeconomic ladder, when you have the ability to be present in young men's life, take that and use it. You know what I mean? I think about uh, well, that movie with Denzel, Equalizer 2, where, you know, that young boy is, like, getting ready to go into a gang. And, like, this isn't his kid. You know, this isn't somebody that, you know, he necessarily knows knows. But he takes an interest in him and tries to put him on a different path. So I think also it's not just about taking care of your own kids, but look around your neighborhood. So-and-so's dad might not be there, but maybe you can be a guiding light. And I think people who have given their lives, going back to the gang question, I think maybe changing the focus of your gang, you know what I mean, to build up your community, to be a mentor in a more positive way so people are not making the mistakes that you made, you know what I mean, unless you can look at your life and be like, I'm cool with this, and I think everybody should live my life, live their life like this, but being present, and talking about, like, the mistakes that you made that led you down this path, and to tell them that they can do whatever it is that they want to do, so I don't necessarily also, like I said, I think we need to change what it means to be in a gang, you know what I mean, because you could use that energy, that family that's being created, to, you know, put people in very prominent positions, you know, making sure people go to school, like, I don't know, I'm trying to make gangs positive, you know, or to use them in a more positive way, but yeah, just be proud, be present, and take an interest sometimes in even young men who are not your own, doesn't matter who their father is, doesn't matter where their father is, but just to make sure that they have a man in their life who is proud, who is present, and that they can have an open dialogue with, you know. You know, it's that whole idea of the monkey see, monkey do, and stuff like that. All right, that's that.